Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of spring Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. <laughs> Side stories. Yeah, your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. Man, so this weekend we went to this very fun Halloween party called House of Spirits Ooh, in Los Angeles. Humble right? yes. yes. And man, we go in there, right? It's hot in there. It's kind of fun. They have all these specialty cocktails getting a little buzzed. Oh, that's, that's the spirit. Yeah, dude. Some guy fucking full dick out. They have a whole performance in there. There's full dick. Now why? And honestly, why? we showed up early because art. It's a part of the art. Okay. And we walked in there, man. And it was really nice because we... It hard is, or soft? Ooh, soft. If Weird. it was hard, that's hard. I feel like hard is a specific type of performance. I think He hard, was doing a performance. But why then? I don't want to see a... If you are going to show your ding dong, please present it. I... When it's hard. I don't want to see a sleeping giant. I, I want to see prefer, the giant in the middle of battle. To be to be honest. Were you talking about Ents? Is what you mean. He said you prefer to see the Ents not when they're sprouting foliage, but when they're in the midst of a battle. Rock hard. But when I see a man fully hard at first, I'm like, what's this guy's agenda? Sure. Well, honestly, if I saw a man go from soft to hard on stage, right. that's a show. That's but a huge show. The rest of this performance was wonderful. We saw boobies, we had a bunch of drinks, and it was really fun. And it's just nice to get out there, get, get mixing it up in the Halloween season, especially at 4 p.m. on a Sunday. Well, I think that's fantastic. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben hanging out with Henry. Now, mm-hmm. isn't that nice how you do complain about being... Uh, presented with a ding dong did i complain i but just said that it was a fact it's a fact yeah it was just fun it seemed oh, is it fun i don't mind seeing open dick i think open dick open should be dick more celebrated open dick open dick in, implies it's been splayed in half as if he committed some horrible crime in the 1930s that split dick ah mm. well speaking of dicks alex murdoch just a little update also we're gonna get to your listener pasta yeah it's gonna get creepy <laughs> 
Mm, now that's a spooky spaghetti. You sound like you sucked a bunch of cum off a little, like, tea cookie plate. <laughs> I'm very British sometimes. Alex Murdaugh, the man out of South Carolina. Big Red. Big Red. He has been arrested. Mm -hmm. uh, there will be no bail for this man. Obviously, he's got a bunch of money. He has not been arrested for the mirror of his uh, son or his wife, perhaps. No, no. He was complicit in that. No, no, those are the sides. They those, actually are not even thinking about the wife or the son. The main dish here, of course, involves money. Because that's the only way to arrest anybody. That's right. Is if they embezzle money. So he, he is now. So I also don't really particularly understand how you can be held without bail just for embezzlement. Like, because well, they're, they're booking him for fraud. So it does feel like they are trying to act as if let's just kind of act like it's for murder this reminds me a little bit of like oj simpson stealing his own paraphernalia back I which i actually understand. agreed with i was oh my god him on twitter and he did the whole thing it's like he still does not understand why he was arrested for that he's like well it's technically like, he was set up he was arrested for the murder but they couldn't do the murder so they're like let's just get him for buying footballs he signed he tried to pivot saying like would batman be arrested if batman broke into someone's house to steal their batman shirts well and i was just like like, well, number one, Batman isn't real. And number two, that's merch. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not his stuff. So he was right. trying to pivot to this other land, where right. which doesn't make sense. Well, Judge Clifton Newman, who sounds like he must be a really fun guy. Newman. I'm assu I'm assuming mustache, a little bit overweight. Yeah. But you know what, Clifton? I don't think he oversentences. I have no idea. Maybe he's the worst judge of all time. Well, his, the, the Murdoch family has run this entire court system for a long time, so we'll see how it goes. Right. Clifton Newman, this is what he had to say when it comes to the bond. He says, there's no way this court could set a bond at this time. I am therefore denying bond at this time and will, will require Mr. Murdoch to go un, to undergo a psychiatric evaluation. Oh, oh, yes. That's what he needs. That's what he needs is fucking free therapy. Well, what he needs is to go to jail. You Know what, for murder though, of his family. We don't know if he did murder his entire family. We know that he did. I brought you into this world and I'll take you out. Is that it called the dad's receipt? That's the dad's receipt, but we still know nothing about the wife. No. I don't think he's allowed to kill her. The no, son no, no. maybe a pass. Yeah, if you made your child, you can kill at least one of your kids. I don't but think I you think can kill the majority of them. You also have to have the wife complicit in the murder because you guys made them together, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I guess. And so that's the, that's only fair. That's the only way it's legal. Because otherwise you're stealing the son and the life. But I guess the wife had woman's. to go, man. Apparently very sad story. So he is going to be uh, doing this psychi psychiatric evaluation, but you know for a fact they be listening in. So I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, spills the beans because believe it or not, when you get these wealthy pamp pampered people just remotely close to anything like the... Um, like the idea of prison, they crumble like little old cookies. Well, he's going to because prison. Because they are scared and they are weak and they've never been, you know, threatened or actually Ever. had any kind of He's never had his power checked in, in any life. way, never. shape, or form. So believe it or not, much as we learned with Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, these people are very weak. So and we'll see all, what happens. Yeah, and they all the time commit suicide. Yep. Um, so, you know, fingers crossed. Uh, there's another update. Uh, this story is really interesting. This is, uh, it's not... There's another update. Uh, you remember the free car? Free car? Yes, of course. The kids, the three kids. It was a lie. Uh, they what? were stealing the car oh. when they found the body in it. So that's why, they, you know, when it came down to they lied about the free car sign. I mean, that does make sense. Yeah. They were trying to come up with a little rascals version <laughs> of the story, which they try to put forward. And then but they just are trying to distance themselves from the body that they found. I think that's probably the best idea. I actually have a soft spot in my heart for these kids. I'm looking at them and they I mean, were just trying to have a night. I and think did they 
they have a night they did. They just didn't expect it to be like the Hangover 18 movie. They didn't expect to see a body in the trunk. And so I actually talk about little adventures. Hmm. You start off and you say, let's go get drunk, which I'm sure how this night started, mm-hmm. maybe doing a little bit of something, something else. Some methamphetamine. Maybe, whatever it might be, whatever gets you out of bed, you know? Yeah. And then, whoa, we stole a car. Can't believe this is so yeah, we're, we're really going. <laughs> bro, um, you, you fart, bro? Yeah, I did, but my farts don't smell like that. Oh, t- bro. Becky, go. did you fart? Yeah, yeah. I, I did. No, I just <laughs> found out my pussy. Yeah. And you know when I find out my pussy, it don't make any smells. Not like that, no. Yeah. Let's go pop the trunk, dude. Yeah. Whoa. So what a night it was for these people. And, you know, stealing a car. This goes on the record, but it can go off pretty quick. Yeah, so. it can be. But not if there's a dead body in it. It's going to be well, really complicated. Well, they didn't do it. It's going to be really complicated. It, it definitely made their day more difficult. Yes. Because then the cops also have a dead body. It but should be a lesson to all of you. Be careful what you what happens. Oh, the plans of mice and men. How soon they are quick, led to strays, and the rest of that. Who fucking gives a shit? Check the trunk, I guess. If you're going to steal a car, check the trunk. I say don't because you need plausible deniability. That's also a good point. Um, there's a Halloween story that I wanted to cover really quick. This is this, this, is, this is Halloween. Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 By the way, I said Nightmare Before Christmas is a Halloween movie, and technically the advertisers agree with me because it's on TV nonstop right now. They do seem to flex both seasons. They do. You know what I mean? Because it's wherever they can get it. Yeah, that's true. And technically there is a depiction of Easter in there as well, so they probably could toss it up in April. That's why it's a perfect movie. Yep. That's what it's smart. It's smart. Um, but this is Halloween decorations gone awry. I think. Did this they is, go awry or did they go perfectly correct? I want to open this up to discussion. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. If you find this, I, I want to see what people's opinions are on this because I think that it's, I think that it's fun. Um, so there, it's I, a little, dare I say, too real. It's a little real. Um, so this is, this is in Walker, Michigan. Uh, in 2003, at a specific home. John Seasling beat his mother and teen sister with a baseball bat, stabbed them with a kitchen knife before turning the blade on his six-year-old sister when she began weeping after seeing the crime scene. Sure, because she wasn't hard enough, right? That's Michael Myers. Yes. The festive decor. So what happens is that they they killed everybody inside of the house, right? It's triple killing. Yes. Um, I guess over the last several years, people have been really upset about the current homeowner's uh, Halloween celebration. They live there, man. They can do whatever they want. So since this happened, right? So this happened 20 years ago, and I guess this has been happening over the last couple of Halloweens. Amanda, the current owner, she won't tell anybody her last name, right? She doesn't have to. Um, But they have put out this display, which is three gravestones, which are surrounded by police tape. Mm-hmm. And there's a baseball bat. And then an evidence marker near the porch. And they have all of these people's silhouettes and bloody handprints and people saying with written in blood, help us, help, help us, us, help us, um, which is all over the display of the house. And apparently people are really upset. And according what? to Amanda, her main defense is it's a Halloween decoration. It is a Halloween decoration. And let's not forget. If those people are so upset, they can live in the house. She's the one who has to deal with the ghosts of this entire murdered family. She can have a little bit of fun with it. The killings, when the killings happened, the Cecilines were just renting the house. And uh, she claims that everyone in the neighborhood was aware of what occurred at the home and that she simply is it's just stating the to... address makes people go like, oh, you live there, Ex- you know? Exactly. So she's just trying to bring a little bit of light and dare I say what a comedian may do. One who may be a little chubby, a little tall, a little short, a little bald. 
They bring attention to it, don't they? We to have diffuse, to. To diffuse what they already know someone is thinking. We also, so, you know, you know what happened in the house, right? And you know that it's fucked knows. up. But also, again, you have the creepy house, right? You, what else are you going to do with it? Amanda's complaining is that even after the cleanup of the murder, because she says she rented the house pretty soon after the murder happened because they were friends with the Seasling family, which is really even fucking, that is the also very strange, right? A discount is a discount is a discount is a discount. You go and you get that house as soon as possible. She says, I tell you what, I'm still dealing with cleaning up the blood all these years. There's still blood in there that I can't clean up. Well, and you're like, who are we bragging to? She not only has to have these decorations outside the home, she needs to turn this home into a haunted home. It would be scarier than the haunted house of spirits. No ding-dongs allowed in this one. Why is because, there no open dick in this one? Because that doesn't play into the story unless the father murdered his family well naked with open ding-dong, in which case that would be acceptable. But Ooh, I think in the this- nude strangler. <laughs> They'd be very difficult. You run through all those bushes. You know what I mean? Getting all, getting all caught up, a little scratched up, all the matches. Nah, I'm Detective Pickle. Show me your dick. I'm looking for scratches. Mm, this one's too clean. Let me check it with my mouth. Yep. Well, apparently, you a, did this. A lot of people are upset, but then again, this is Halloween. This, this is Halloween. Halloween. And I like Halloween. to see somebody actually still be able to pull it off. Dude, I got my fucking delivery guy. Last night, or two nights ago, I had like someone <laughs> yeah. delivered me food, and I have because we're now setting up animatronics all around the outside of the house into all of our Halloween jumpers. Man, I scared the fuck out of this guy. And then he came in, and like I heard him go like, "Oh!" on the outside of the house. And then I opened up. He's just like, "Your house is scaring me, bro. Your house is scaring me." And I was just being like, "Yes, yes, come inside, come inside." And he didn't want to come inside because no, of COVID. Take a break from ordering food maybe during the month here. No, this is what they get. It's fun. You could have come. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. You just defended these people that just made a diorama of a murder in front of their house that just happened inside of their house where it's I am just. You know what, though? I'm in the land of imagination here. Your your house has jump scares. Yes. And I don't think there were any jump scares. There was, there was a family murdered in that house. Yes, that was ju- that was scary. Hmm. But dare I say we all kind of know. So it's more of an, it's different. I think that your house is absolutely horrifying. Also, just lastly, before we get to listener pastas, um, Ozzy Osbourne, you know, everyone got COVID. Everyone's dead. You know that Colin Powell's dead now. But not no! Ozzy. No! I know. No! We needed that orchestrator oh, of the Iraq God, War so we bad. We needed to give him three hearts. No, he only got one. Oh, God. How else are we going to spend our military money? Yeah, well, you, oh! <laughs> you, are, you are correct. Um, listen to our interview on Top Hat with John Kiraku if you want to learn a little bit more about the life of Colin Powell. He got a little bit hawkish uh, there in the early 2000s. Ozzy Osbourne. He did not get COVID. No, he didn't, bro. And you know what he's thinking? Satan. The sweet, sweet devil. <laughs> as he should. I actually thought about that because when poor Travis, he got the plague, right? And he, he was around us. None of us got it. I say I protected us with my love of Satan. I think that Travis is probably the most evil of all of us. So Whoa, I don't know if that holds That's controversial. Up. He's in the fucking room. He'll fucking kill you, man. I, I shouldn't even said, say that's something That's why like I that. honored him right. in the way that I know he would like to be honored. You're right. Uh, this is what Ozzy, Ozzy had to say. <laughs> Try to do it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know how to do anything. Yes, it is. Here, here give it to me. There we the virus. Perfect. 
Get on. Shana. Sharon. <laughs> Remember that? Remember that old reality television <laughs> no, show? No, she made And they're making it. him work again. Sharon, please, God. Let him Sharon, just let the man retire. Let him nap. Let him please. nap. Please. I love you, Sharon. I know he you looks, made his whole career. He looks so tired. I saw a fucking- The man should never oh. be in front of a can. I love him. I love him. He just did a interview, right? He's doing this like series of like on the road podcasts for Sirius, right? On on Ozzy's Boneyard. And it was just him <laughs> being like, I don't like the airport. <laughs> oh look, there was making like me good up. There was making me go. My favorite's the Hilton. All of the Hilton. It is the most boring. <laughs> and you're like, man, just let him. Just let him sit in the coffin. You can just. You can do photo shoots with him. Have fun. Live from your grave. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year, thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors big and small some people are presidents some people are soldiers some people have to eat mayonnaise especially with hard-boiled eggs which is what I eat for lunch but I guess I should share that in therapy because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down and what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? 
Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. I want to say we're incre- we want to reach out and give our hearts to the people of New Zealand. Oh. Because their wizard has been fired. Wait, Ian Brackenberry you can fire General, a wizard? Apparently, the, you can even... Pay, I didn't even know you could pay a wizard. Um, <laughs> and he is being retired. I guess that he would... They included him as a part of City's Tourism for Christchurch, um, which is one of the major cities in New Island. And Ian, Ian Brackenberry Channel, or Chanel, um, he actually drew a paycheck of a thousand of $11,000 a year for providing wizard-like services for the city, where he would go and he would do certain hmm. things. It brought, because New Zealand is a very magical place. You go, it's got like you, all the hobbits. They sure, live there. I love New Zealand. It's a beautiful place. Yes, really indeed. connected to their spiritual beginnings. Really, really, a very, very mystical place. And his job was to sort of be a, a kind of a tourist, magical outreach from well, New Zealand to the a, rest of the a, world. A necromancer. Yeah, which that they don't know that we know for a fact that normally means sexually pleasuring a corpse and getting the corpse to tell you secrets from the afterlife. We don't right. know. And, the, and so, yeah, he got 11 grand a year for doing that. Oh, but well, sometimes it's think... just talking to wizards. Sometimes it's just talking to ghosts of dead people. Yeah. Channel says it makes no difference. I'm going to keep going. Yo, I love this. He says, Akinui called his former employers. What? Um, uh, a bunch of bureaucrats. They have no imagination. They're not thinking of ways. <laughs> That's not even good. <laughs> no, it's insane. It's just like, it's like, what was it? New Zealand. They're not even thinking of ways to promote Christchurch out of size, right? They're just projecting an image of bureaucrats drinking lattes on the boulevard. The image of Christchurch has nothing to do with the authentic heritage of the city. I am the original image of Christchurch. I am the original image of Christchurch. Well, maybe there he's was a very, bit of, he's, bit he's of a does, power struggle. Yeah, yeah, he has gotten intense because um, they're probably like, I'm the mayor. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the image of Christchurch. And he's like, oh, I'm the wizard. They're like, you haven't showed up to three meetings. In uh, 2011, there was a documentary made about the wizard. Um, I'm just going to say this. His Christchurch learned nothing through history. You're going to piss off the wizard just in case. You know, that's what a lot of people will say who believe in, like, a, a true, legitimate, tangible heaven, right? They'll say, well, just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Like a true, tangible hell. Just in case. I think that's how you definitely go to hell versus not going to just heaven. In, I heard mean? the just in case. I've heard it a lot. But just in case. He's a wizard, right? Yeah. Don't why, why anger him? Just in case. Because, you know, no matter what, he is going to be nonstop trying to poison you. Oh, he's going to harass gonna you. Harass his you. magical gonna, ability is going to be all his day. He's unemployment gonna is going to make him more powerful than ever. Because he's going to be able to show up whenever. No spell is off the market. Anything he I wants to do. I mean, except for the ones that cost money. If he's going to need to buy stuff. Because I don't know what the rest of his... It doesn't say anything else about if he's got any side hustles going you know on. I don't know if he's got an only wizards. I think as we learned from the Inganga episode uh, when we covered that one fellow who it's was... It's about intention? Well, it's also cheap, isn't it? Some of it. What do you need? Goose liver? Muddle? Some bones? Goose liver is actually foie gras. It's very expensive in a lot of parts of the world. You can get that. You can get that. You can, you get can kill goose. just a normal goose you, you if you're goose. willing to brave a goose's bite. Sure. So I'm just saying, I think 
if you you could probably put together a pretty potent magical wizardy uh, spell, you know, under five bucks. Well, it's also for intention. And I'll tell you what, human shit is free. Yeah. And you could just put that in a bucket <laughs> and just spray a bunch of people with it. This is true. This is according to Lynn McLeland. She's the assistant chief executive of the Christchurch City Council. Talk about bureaucracy. Yeah, I fucking bet she is. This is what she says. She says, the council has met with the wizard, and we sent him a letter thanking him for his services to Christchurch over the past decade and informing him that we are bringing our formal contractual agreement to a close. I you feel just like- pissed off a freaking wizard. Have a good 2022. It sounds like breaking up with someone who is highly dangerous. You know what I mean? Where you have to like sit in a public place. You have to sit in a public place and like be like, I just feel that you and I's arrangement of how do one say being in love must come to an end. This is the end of a contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. No steak knives around. Um, also, just again, lastly, before we get to listener pasta, sometimes you can be a hero. And the one thing I'm holding on to this thing right here, it's called a fern. You and are holding have, on I'm to I'm not going to have an old man moment. Although if I did go see Motley Crue when I saw Vince Neil fall off the front of the stage, I would have liked to film it. That would have been Of great. course, absolutely. That's content. A woman, this is a true story. It's very sad. This is just a little trigger warning. A woman was raped on a Pennsylvania train. It was in front of passengers. They took out their phones. They filmed it. No one called 911. And no one just went up, jumped on the man, and started choking him. Doesn't anyone else have the fantasy of being a hero? I want to kill. And this would be an opportunity where you could do it and you get, like, the key to a city. This is the scariest (laughs) listener pasta episode we've ever done. Because that is true. This is your, like, in my head, it would be like, opportunity to kill. Thank God. I will be praised for murder. Very frightening. I do have the fantasy, because I'm on, I am not unlike this, but I have the fantasy with the people now freaking out on planes. Or, like, the idea of, like, the because now we know that the story, the let's roll story might be kind of fabulous. Can we're not sure you please dress like an air marshal every time we fly oh my god i'll have a big texas walker <laughs> ranger hat i'll wear a star you know what i mean like i'll yeah. wear like my little badge and the let's roll story yeah it is it got convoluted believe it or not holly weird maybe peppered and some stuff but the overall the there, sentiment there some, was real the yeah, sentiment is real but i love real. that idea of being like this is our time for all of us to jump on it dude and you beat just the hell it. out of them this is so fun. It's fun. But uh, they didn't take that opportunity. And unfortunately, a woman was d- 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 horribly it's assaulted. Terrible so please um, get off these GD things when you, because, you know, people also do that almost like as a child would like put their heads underneath the blankets to be like, the monster's going to go away. Yeah. Because people want that distance, but you're still there. I promise you're there. You. Help. And not, we're not all investigative journalists. I am not. So no. I am a civilian. And we I need say, your hands sometimes more than we need your phones. So yes, yes always anyway, make sure. So that's to, just a, a sad story of modern times as people would allow and you have that to, to happen in front of them. Help out your fellow man. Absolutely. All right. That has begun. It's time for some listener pasta. You did this, right? <laughs> we asked you to do our show for us, and you did. You Kinda. sent us stuff to do. We're going to read some of these things, but first, what I'd like for you to do, as is customary. <laughs> all right, number one, if you're at work, walk out. Walk. Get the fudge out of there. Who Unless, of course, shit. you are a firefighter in the middle of fighting a blaze. Thank you for what you're doing. But also, while you're listening to the podcast, you should concentrate on the flames. Well, sometimes having a little bit of stuff going on in your head helps you focus. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's true. Yeah. So if you're a surgeon right now, cut, 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 cut the bitch, cut the bitch. No. I'm sorry. 
Um, but guys, it's, I think it's really important. So quit your job. Obviously, um, it's over. Go home. <laughs> you know, soft pant is one thing. I've been wearing. I've been wearing a lot more basketball shorts without any of the athletics. Oh, I thought you were going to say underwear because then you just get rock hard naturally. There's something about a soft. Also, short. I'm not. I don't want these brown streaks on my nice shorts. I made that mistake because back in seventh grade, I would wear my Alonzo morning jersey with my Charlotte Hornets shorts, and I also had. Uh, I had a couple of full outfits. That I would yeah, wear. that's sweet though. But Honestly, then, that's very in now. But I didn't wear underwear one day and then you're already in seventh grade so the boner just pops up and then the whole day i was just flipping it up the you know key is man about. you know i've been doing recently all right now you might you might say henry you're fucking crazy but it actually works what i do is right i go i get a fucking joint i'm like roll mm. up a big old hog's leg i got yeah. one of those like grinder right the auto grinders and I also know. i've been using our old last podcast grinders too the old ones are really good Ooh. and you know get it full of it some kind of nice sativa right because i want you to be frightened i want you to be Ooh. i want you to be frightened of yourself what did you smoke when you did Halloween Horror Nights. Um, Halloween Horror Nights, I got some of that Jack Career. I did a lot of that, and then Ooh. I was also eating a lot of edibles, and I also had some mushrooms. Okay, fantastic. And so you want to do all of that at once if you can, right? But what I've been doing is lick the joint, right? And like, <laughs> I lick the outside of it, and then I roll it in keef myself and then i roll it and i get the key fall stuck to the outside of it right then i torch it up right and then let it let does it have up. to dry it for a second a little bit you gotta blow yeah. on it blow on you it. gotta blow on it let it dry then you suck it all up into your fucking guts because the point is right you're now, still talking like, about smoking a joint i or? want you to be <laughs> so scared of being sober okay of ever not being high ever again and you're always gonna be like this you're fucked Unless you're going through kind of rehab or you don't, you can also be totally I don't know sober. what to tell you In then. some ways, my my friends who are sober are like, I'm like, where where do you get the thoughts from? It's too much. It's weird. It's too much reality. They're too open. Once. Yeah. I'm going to close it off a little bit. So here we go. Here is one of the stories sent to us by you. The wheelchair. I always felt very pitiful for him. Everyone poked fun and bullied that boy. He had a disability that rendered his eyes, arms, and legs useless, and he had to be transported via wheelchair. He never opened his eyes, which led to a lot of bullies taking advantage of the fact that there was nothing he could do to stop them. Can I interject? Hmm. Armed wheelchairs. I do believe that there should be a shock function. Okay. There had been countless rumors surrounding the boy. One was that a massive car crash had paralyzed him, oh. and that the windshield had slit his eyes, permanently blinding him. Oh. I didn't believe that one, as it was just a small town, and I surely would have heard about it, had it been true. Another story that had once traveled around the school was that one time, another bullied child had tried to speak to the boy. Hmm. The boy appeared to be sleeping, and his eyes were fully shut. And when the young child tried to grab the boy's attention by shaking his shoulders... The boy immediately opened his eyelids, revealing empty black spaces where his eyes should have been. Whoa. All he did was stare at the child, but that was enough to send the young child into insanity. Insanity. The child, a young girl of nine, refused to sleep as she would only dream about what she saw that day, those black holes <sighs> endlessly gazing upon her. Mm. Sometimes she dreamt about the boy telling her horrible, wicked, and violent things, all while he stared at her with his literally, 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 vacant eyes. Wow. She eventually had to be taken to a mental institution huh? due to her mental state. She had to be restrained 
as she was trying to jump out of the car window the whole car ride to the institution. She eventually was put in a padded cell due to her trying to harm herself to escape from this cold reality she was suffering from. And then one morning, the warden found her dead. Whoa! She had removed her eyes with her bare hands and was holding one in each hand. She bit her wrist hard enough for her to break the skin and she bled out during the night. She's like that character from, ah! Real Monsters. Disgusting, but yes. 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 Worst of all, the expression on her face was eternally frozen in the manner of pure terror. <laughs> that story always broke my heart because as a result, no one would talk to this boy Aww. in fear of suffering a similar fate as the one they had all heard about. I decided enough was enough and walked over to this poor boy, all on his own on the edge of the playground. Hi I said. You want to play a game or something? Well, that sounds scarier than anything the boy <laughs> it could is. say. But is yeah. this, this comes from the perspective of a mentally handicapped 49-year-old man. Okay. Strangely enough, he didn't answer. Huh. In fact, it seemed as though he might be sleeping. I was slightly confused by this as the child playing was very loud. Loud enough to break anyone's slumbers. Hey! Are you okay? <laughs> I said, slightly concerned for him. Hey! Wake up! I said, slightly panicked and shaking his shoulders. Please wake up! Suddenly he shook awake. He said nothing. He just stared. You're dead! Yes, you know, worse than dead. Insane! Insane! To death. Uh... It's kind of a sad narrative. If you are in uh, wheelchair uh, bound, we uh, we know you're a good person, and I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that I don't this think person, it makes you inherently haunted to be no, in a wheelchair. This I actually, person th- really took their time to kind of malign those people who might be in wheelchairs. Well, I think that this one so. person maybe got spooked by the idea of someone with entirely black vacant eyes in a wheelchair. Yeah. But also, guess what? They're just as scary if they could walk around. You know what the scariest thing is? What? The ableism. Whoa. The ableism. Yes. <laughs> from your grave. Move on! Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hot Hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha. Texas Pete sriracha sauce. And I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of chai. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at Texas Pete. Dot com.
This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right? I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right? My job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right, let's move on. Thank you for that wonderful tale. Uh, so this one's all about how Holden loves to eat and uh, drink breast milk. I say yes, eat because he's probably putting it in, in his edibles Are now. You bra- I think you might be busting this. Before the even, I think that's the twist. Oh, is that the twist? All right. So this next story, 
I, uh, you know what? We can just keep that in because who cares? Who gives a shit? You know, it's it's fine. We uh, knew what the twist was. Yeah. All right. So this is uh, here we go. Um, this is coming in from a longtime fan. He's met everyone from Roundtable except for Ed, and uh, you will meet Ed one day. You go to enough. You'll bars, meet him first. You'll meet him. Honestly, you just sound like such a sad father. Yeah. Trying yeah. to talk to a son you can't understand. Your anime <laughs> son. You know, I wouldn't mind if my kid was into anime. As long as um, it's not all the fucking big tentacles um, going inside of a woman's an asshole, and she's going I'm like, fine "Please with stop! It. The, I cannot stop the pleasure. Please, mm. please stop the pleasure." You know, I want my child to be happy. Number one, mm-hmm. um, would now I'm not going to say if they came home and were like, "Dad, I'm a brony now." I would. It would take me. 14 seconds. I would walk I would away. Say, I would say, okay. I, 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 would, I would walk okay. away to my office and just be I'm like, not mad. I'm, not, I'm mad. not mad. I just need some time. And I say now, okay, great. Now, who is your favorite little pony? And I will, and I will support you. It's the Gaper. It's, it's the little gaper. tiny Gaper. <laughs> oh, he's just like me. God he's just damn like it. me, dad. He's <laughs> mostly asshole. <laughs> I'm just going to take some time. Cats I'm going to go back to my office. Cats in the cradle. Okay. But nothing wrong with that. As long as, again, whatever, whatever you got to do. You're doing a lot fault. of rollbacks. I know. Okay. This is the story. I can't remember the last time I've had a good night's sleep. For at least eight weeks, I've woken up, usually around three o'clock, to the sound of a baby crying. That's nice. (laughs) You're psycho. It's summer. I leave my windows open. And I live in a Polish-style three-flat neighborhood here in Chicago. I mean, oh, that's a very specific style of... I believe that's like a uh, railroad apartment in New York. Yeah, it's kind of sausage-smelling. Mm. Uh, this is what goes on. So I really haven't thought about it too much until tonight. This time, I definitely didn't fall back asleep. This time, there was a smell in my room. Something kind of sweet, but I couldn't place it. Ugh. I decided to get up, roll myself a, spiffy, a spliffy hog's leg, you, you, you. and play some cold war zombies fantastic game very fun i went outside with a coffee in my spliff because i figured i'd be up until i had to go to work (laughs) i do love he's just getting super baked but you better stay up before work i'm certain honestly certain jobs it's okay to be very very stoned during i completely agree he says i sit down on my steps and uh, then i still hear this baby crying i've got a six year Is it good? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I've got a six-year-old, and I remember those times. I just felt bad for that little baby wherever yeah. they were. I hope they're content soon. Spark, spark, he's smoking that, J. Joe. I'm just about done with my spliff. That poor little baby has found another gear and is crying, just wailing now. Hey, I'm hungry. That's a baby crying there. Uh, Geez, they're really working themselves up, I thought. I couldn't help but say that out loud. I got up and decided I was going to go see and figure out what the heck was going on with this new baby. And I'd see if I could offer them any advice or comfort in the morning. All right, that's the baby crying. It was just getting louder and louder and more constant. I always wanted to congratulate. I almost wanted to congratulate this baby for their pipes. They're going to be a great singer someday, I thought. I continued to walk around. Trying sound to sound like look. he's like a baby agent for a <laughs> record company. Yeah, this might be written by Lou uh, Perlman. Who knows? Ooh. Oh, what a scumbag that guy is. No. Okay. No, he's a talent manager. Uh-huh. They just are that. The man continues. He says, I continue to walk around trying to locate the sound. And I think I narrowed it down to the house across the street, but I just want to check in. It's a little brick house or a red brick house. 
Mama. 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 Heavy breathing of a large man. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see where this is headed. All right. I'm starting to feel it. We should have got Holden for this. What the fuck is going on in there? What the hell was that? Mama. This isn't fair. I need you. Yeah. Mama, this isn't fair. Oh my God, now I see what's going on. I walked in between the houses and found a hose caddy to stand up on to look in the windows. What I saw next will haunt me until the day I die. A sad, broken man spring <laughs> on the living room floor, wearing his vegetarian shirt yeah. as a diaper, softly weeping as he rolls over to reach for an almost empty baby bottle, save one for a drop, save for one drop of milk. He grabs it. He flips it back to spread eagle. He's undulating belly, glistening in the warm light from dried up breast milk, moving up and down with more force and speed as the excitement of breast milk takes over. He tilts oh, the bottle back yeah. and opens his mouth, chuckling in excitement when the drop falls out of the bottle and hits him on his cheek under his eye. This is bad. Mama, you left me with Oh, you want me here? Here, I'll do it. Let me do this in Holden's screen. Let me do this in Holden's screen because he did this correct. Like, it makes me. Mama, you left me with new mama. And that's not fair because I gave her my tummy cuffs. And I made her all preggers. Now she pushed out the baby bomb and she let me try her milky milk. And I loved it. I loved it, mommy. And now she said I can't have it anymore. And now I'm and now I'm acting scary. And now and then I have to wipe myself now, alright? She's not even gonna wipe me anymore, mommy. What the fuck is that about? You never do that to me real mom but you left me mom you left me all alone with new mommy oh I want it old mommy because only old mommy can make everything okay when I go under old mommy's dress she played and I play sit the straw I want to sit the straw it's absolutely disgusting and completely accurate uh I twitched as I woke and I was in a puddle of sweat holy shit I thought the weed was supposed to suppress dreaming fuck yeah maybe I need to chill out but why does it smell like something creamy and sweet, but like rotted in the sun right now, I thought. <gasps> Uh-oh. <laughs> Rise and shine, silly chains. It's time for your four ounce of mommy's finest. Uh, what is this? Where are we, where are we a at? A sweaty, sticky giant. Ar- he woke up from, it was all a dream. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then now he's in the possession of Holden. McCoy. Yes, a sweaty, sticky giant arm fell upon my chest and pulled me into the sticky abyss of Holden's fatherly belly. It was warm and gentle. I don't even at all. I don't. I don't remember all of my bones snapping and turning. In, I don't even remember all of my bones snapping and turning into dust. Pretty fucking scary, right? So I. Uh, so Holden killed him. Yep. He's the, breast the, milk. Wait, the, I think he petered he's out. I milk. think that he mostly was right in the story to get to the point where Holden McNeely would talk about how much he wanted to, he, he needed to be wiped and that he was drinking all the milk and all this kind of shit. And you know, Holden McNeely had the had the nerve to tell him the other day, you know, all these fucking people, all they all they ask me about is the breast milk. And it's like I do other things. Uh, I don't think you do. Um so yeah, again, I don't even remember all of my bones snapping and turning in to dust. It's actually well, very scary. Fantastic story. Very good. Really good stuff. And uh, it was all a dream, so a little bit of a cop-out ending, but I don't mind that. I don't mind any creepypasta, I don't mind. I don't mind. Um, this is apparently a true story. This can be a little bit longer, but I do find it to be interesting. Technically, the Holden story was also a true story. 
Yeah, so it was based on his real life. Yeah, because he does yes. the mommy stuff, and as we learned, and from he his did, wedding. and he honestly, in then he has the unironically likes uh, breast milk, and he drinks it often. No. He does, and uh, as we learned from Holden's wedding, uh, his mother dislikes the, him, doesn't like him, and it, that's it, why if you listen to it, all kind of comes all around full circle. It wasn't, a, yeah, it wasn't a bit. No, nope. okay, great, good to know. I'm originally from the outskirts of a small Romanian town in the Carpathian Mountains, called Vasco. I moved to the States when I was 11, but my dad insisted my sisters and I spend the summers with our babushka so that we would never lose our connection with our homeland. If you could imagine a very impoverished but intensely superstitious group of Roma that have left the traveler lifestyle, you're dead on. We also practice the native religion. It's a town of just a few hundred people high in the Transylvanian mountains cool. with thick forest and abundance of wildlife. Nice. My family and most of the entire town believe heavily in the Strigoi, which is a lot of what vampire lore is based on. Hmm. The Strigoi, right? They aren't so much as blood-sucking vampires as more of a pseudo-malevolent spirit that will fuck up your fucking life or and anyone close to you if you piss them off. Okay. We all had a the typical Slavic folklore told to us as kids, Baba Yaga, but the tone was immediately serious at the word, Strigoi. The caveat is that they rarely come down the mountain unless they are disrespected. Oh. If you disrespect their home, that gives them the right to disrespect your home. Cash me outside. Cash me outside later. Now, people go in and out of the woods all the time, but the way you show respect is that you... Prick your finger and leave a drop of blood and leave it on a tree or a rock, then they're okay with things like collecting firewood. Okay. Our family home, our family home backed up to the woods, and we had a ready supply of those things that diabetics used to check their blood sugar. Everyone pricked their finger and left a drop of blood on a rock close to the tree line. Okay. Painless and quick. Sure. It doesn't sound painless. Actually, it sounds like it hurts. Well, you got to prick your finger there, yeah. My twin cousins, Svetsoslisov and Susoni. I don't know how to pronounce this. A lot of T's and consonants mixed together. <laughs> Since they grew up to be total pieces of shit, I can't fucking stand them. I call them fuckhead A and fuckhead B. Okay. Much they, easier. We, we all shared a room on a closed off back porch at grandma's house. The girls slept on the other end of the house. Important to the story, since this room was once a screened patio, we have a door that leads directly outside so we can come and go as we please, independent of the rest of the house. Mm. Now, while we were out foraging for wild cherries and firewood, a boy's chore for Grandma's palanka, which is like a delicious bathtub vodka made from either cherries, plums, or apricots. See? The fuckheads and I joked about going to talk to the strigoi and make friends with them. But how would you do that? We decided that giving them an offering was a good way to get the dialogue going. So later that day, we were rabbit hunting for stew. With our 22s, another boy chore. And we had a particularly good run, more than what we were asked to bring home. So for some fucking reason, we thought that this Strigoi would like a rabbit. Sure. So in typical 13-year-old know-it-all fashion, we announced by shouting into the woods that we are friendly and we would love to talk to the Strigoi. And the rabbit was a gift and we left it across a, full, a fallen tree and went back home. Hmm. The next day, we woke up with a pile of wild cherries with some small firewood at the landing of the door to our home. Right? Rightfully, we were a little freaked out. 
but completely fucking stoked, right? A lot we, of cherries. Yeah, a lot of cherries. But once we thought that, hey, now we gave them a gift, that they gave us a gift, and now maybe they're like okay with us talking to us like we asked, right? Yeah. So later that night, we decided to go back to the woods with a bottle of Dedushka's Palenka and talk with the Strigoi. So that's good. Yes. Okay. Now, in our infinite teenage wisdom, we thought that we would give them more attention if we didn't prick our fingers. So we went to the forest and thereby disrespected their home. We built a fire in a small clearing and got drunk on warm bathtub vodka, as one does. (laughs) And we were laughing and jamming the tunes on Fuckhead A's radio. All right. One problem that Romania, and particularly rural Romania, has is that there are roaming packs of wild dogs. Huh. Now, it sounds cute, but it's actually a serious issue since they reverted to being feral. Now, while in the middle of a drunken teenage dance party sponsored by Kylie Minogue, Voltage, <laughs> and what probably wouldn't make us go blind, we... and, and we heard noises coming from the woods up the mountain. Now we looked and it was this massive pack of wild dogs running in our direction. In a panic, we went to fetch our pocket knives and realized that I had forgotten mine. Like three barely pubescent boys were going to fend off a pack of wild dogs. I don't think so. I don't think so. I almost pissed myself as I've been, I've been a little bitch since I was a boy well into my adult years. Hey, now, hey, now it's wild dogs. Mm -hmm. Don't be hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. Sure. They ran past us like we weren't even there. A few minutes went by, and we heard another noise coming from the woods up the mountain. In the wake of three scared shitless boys, a herd of sheep came start came charging out of the forest, just like the hogs, and ran past oh. us, just as though dogs had. Now, it would have made sense that the dogs would hunt the sheep, but it was the dogs who ran past us first, so they couldn't have been hunting the sheep. So slowly we realized in the clearing that the forest had fallen dead silent, and I got this chill that made my neck hair stand up. The fuckhead B had his eyes fixed on the tree line opposing the clearing, and I realized what he was looking at. Eyes. A lot of fucking eyes. Glowing green across the campfire. One of the fuckheads began saying the Lord's Prayer, and the other one just said, Run! You gotta go! We took up running as fast as we could back home, and in our panic, we heard something behind us. Now, my fight or flight was so intense, I couldn't begin, I couldn't bring myself to look back after Fuckhead B screamed after doing so, so I was suddenly in a run-for-my-life scene from a horror movie. You gotta get out. We reached a tree line, screaming like crazy people, and for our luck, Grandpa was still chopping firewood close by as we screamed about Strigoi, and we could still hear someone behind us, so we got to him, and we demanded to know if we demanded to know if we gave a blood drop, so he told we told him the truth, and with panic in his eyes, he demanded we do it now. The fuckheads pulled out their pocket knives and cut their hands and smeared it on the rock of the tree line in a panic. I told Dudushka that I had forgot mine, and in a rage, he grabbed my hand, ran my left palm across his axe, and then all but dragged me and smacked my bleeding hand across the closest tree, and everything went quiet again. Oh. I could only hear my own heartbeat, and Babushka came charging out. And when I asked Fuckhead, when I asked Fuckhead B what he saw when we were in the bed for the for that night, when we were all in bed together, because back in the day, it's just oh, a boy. You sleep together, yeah. We all could say that it was a massive shadow with eyes. And then the next day, my newborn baby cousin died of SIDS in her sleep. Oh, that's an entirely different thing. But no. <laughs> Strigoi. Oh. The day after that, I was put on a plane back to the States. It was three years before I was allowed to come back. Oh, it seems like it to caused total, total chaos. Yeah, that's what they did. So when I grew up to be a hypothetical clinical research professional, the science in me says that we were drinking literal bathtub booze made by a Romanian crazy old man as a child subject to persuasion, but the romanical, the romanical side of me says I shouldn't even have tried fucking anything involving 
the strigoi. Okay. Because the strigoi are supposed to be very strong during Samhain. So I still think about that experience every spooky season. And especially when I stare at the scar on my hand. Very cool. Sudden infant death syndrome is very serious. Hey, man, it's better than slow infant death syndrome, which is called life. Yes, indeed. All right, we got one more for you. This one, should I say the title or does that ruin it? I say, don't say the title. Don't say the title. All right, so this one, here we go. It started in 2011. I was at a sleepover with my friends. John, Kyle, <laughs> and myself, Jay. John, John, Kyle, and Jay. I like a John. I like a Kyle. I like a Jay. Except for that Kyle Rittenhouse is not nice. There he <laughs> See? <laughs> well, you just got yourself off the Kenosha jury. Are you happy Whoa, now? Are you happy I now? I wanted to spend six months in Kenosha. <laughs> Well, at this sleepover, there was nothing on TV worth watching, so we decided to watch infomercials and make fun of the people on them. We called the that's game. my favorite. Yeah, we called the game Burn Unit. That's kind of fun. Oh, that's cute. All right. We saw the premiere advertisement for My Pillow. We were making jokes and dropping sick burns on the infomercials host, Mike Lindell, when Kyle said, I bet if you say My Pillow three times in the dark, Mike Lindell, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Lindell will appear from the darkness and take your soul. This is actually very plausible. Yeah, that is very plausible. We all laughed. Our he will ass. personally come to your house. You can get Mike Liddell to show up at your house if you say, Mike, come over. I'll believe you. Absolutely. Yeah. He is so sad. Yes. So sad. The only person I've ever thought doing crack may have been better. It was Mike Liddell. I bet yeah. he was more fun then. Yeah. It's one of those strange, strange things. We all laughed our asses off because at 13, you don't believe in that sort of BS. No. Nope. At 13, I think I was like peak believing. That was honestly when I believed the most. <laughs> it was pushing 3 a.m., which we knew was the start of the witching hour. Yeah. At that point, John said, hey, let's try it. I said, try what? Gay sex. <laughs> no. The my pillow trick. Oh, yes. Which could also. That's what John sound like. <laughs> yes. Kyle and I said, no, John. And Jen called, uh, Kyle and I said, no, John called us pussies and went into the bathroom, shut the lights off and said, my pillow, my pillow, my pillow. Oh God. Oh God. I don't, I don't even think you should say that out loud. <laughs> we waited and we were so tense when John's dad came into the room and said, why are you guys still up? You might be a redneck if you're still up. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I do like that character. <laughs> we all jumped and screamed. We were told it was lights out and go to sleep. So we went to bed. We woke up the next day and John was gone. His parents figured he must have just ran away in the night, which I guess, you know, as soon as the parents are like, yeah, I guess he just ran away. There must have been some sense. Oh, yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. Me and Kyle knew that wasn't the case, but we couldn't tell the police that we did a dumb Bloody Mary-like ritual, and Mike Lindell took our friend. So Kyle and I agreed to never talk about it again, and we didn't. Apparently, they're just letting this guy go. Yeah, I guess that's fine. We drifted apart as, as we drifted apart as we grew older. Fast forward nine years. I'm 22 years old. I was sitting in my room, and I had a weird thought. Did the game work? So I decided to try it. Hey, man, that's what happens when you're 22. Yep. Does the game work? Does the game work? I sat on my bed. In the dark, and said, my pillow, my pillow, my pillow. And I waited, 
And without us, without making a sound, nothing happened. So I laughed and thought to myself, yep, that was stupid. I laid down and shut my eyes. Then I heard a sound at the foot of my bed. I, op- <laughs> I opened my eyes to the pitch black of my room and saw no shapes. Then out of the void, I heard a voice. Was it loud? It was loud like a thousand giants screaming at one time. That's... My pillow! I turned to my lamp and pulled my silver letter opener from my bedside drawer and held it close. As my eyes adjusted to the light, I saw Mike Lindell (laughs) in his true form. He was hideous and tall, but incredibly menacing. He said, You have summoned me, and you have two options to work in my factory making pillows for eternity, or your soul will be turned into fluff. For my pillows. <laughs> I quickly plunged my letter opener into Mike Lindell's neck. Ah! He grabbed his neck as he began to bleed out. He fell to the ground dead. I breathed a sigh of relief and sat down. Then I noticed something. <laughs> then I noticed something. His body had transformed. He looked exactly like me. I couldn't believe it. I was in pure shock. Then I felt an all-consuming pain as my body began to contort and change. After five agonizing minutes, I I noticed the pain went away. I got off the floor and looked in the mirror. I was now the monster I had slain. I am Mike Lindell, and this is my pillow. No! That is a horrible is, thing. I just think the idea of him showing up at your house while you're asleep is actually very, very frightening. I think it's very plausible. I, of course, yeah, if you invite him, he will come. He is like the vampire. Do you have the hidden votes? Do you uh, have the hidden votes? Mike Lindell. Um, guys, uh, this is just a taste, because next week we're going to get even more spooky <laughs> when Mr. Marcus Parks himself Yay. is going to join us here on Side Stories. He's finally going to hang out with us under not contractually obligated to hang out with us. He's going to hang out with us. He is, and we're going to get back into, we're doing some creepy pastas. We're going to get super, super fucking spooky because we do have a spooky topic that we're covering on last podcast and left. Once the uh, par- once Paul Bernardo and Carla Homolka <sighs> wrap up, we have got a very spooky topic that I'm very excited to get into. But, but until then, we're going to give you a little appetizers of spookies because it's halloween isn't it it is yeah it is baby yes thanks for all the great responses um, also we love we love the canadian people um and good work uh ontario ontario it is ontario, ontario. it is ontario i try to we're gonna get into it next week we we're gonna of, talk about that we have a lot of fun next week we have a lot of fun ahead of us don't we we really we really do. I think that'll be this week. I, I i feel like this week my main thing with this week's episode when we get into last podcast Let's have fun with have this one. Have fun with it. This is the big one to have fun with. Well, we hope you're having fun out there. Uh, you fucking better, and you better live your life knowing every day that if you don't fucking maximize your Halloween potential, you are wasting your fucking hours. The countdown is coming. We've got fucking two more weeks of Halloween. That's it. This is our month, guys. This have is fun it. with it. So live it up. Laugh at somebody that is even dare even fucking brings up Thanksgiving. You go like, get the fuck away from me. You go, ha ha, get the fuck away from me. I am a little bit annoyed with Thanksgiving attempting to leapfrog it uh, always over is. Halloween. But they that's never okay. won. They just like, I don't even know. Thanksgiving is just food. All right. Yep. But then again, Christmas leapfrogs Thanksgiving. So I understand. Whatever. All right. Thanksgiving is not a holiday. I agree. It's just, I don't know what it is. It's a day of friendship. You just eat eat food. All right. And you like that. And you love that. Sure. All right. So you love that about Thanksgiving, about how it's a non-denominational holiday. And it's nice that mm. there's no fucking Christ in it. All right. Mm. And get back to being. Don't stop thinking about Halloween. Stop thinking about Thanksgiving. Going back to Halloween. Okay. 
For the love of fucking God, guys. Holy fucking shit. Well, you are definitely off the rails. Also, really, um, check out our Spring Hill Jack coffee line. Um, the Mothman Red today? Eye Blend. Me? Oh, I had two whole cups of the cold brew. <laughs> so I am feeling it. Seriously, thank you all so much for supporting all the small businesses. All of our endeavors. And uh, again, you can always tag me on Instagram, which I hate so sh- in many ways, but Instagram, you can post little pictures. Yeah, it's and cute. They take like You're all, feeding the base, but it doesn't matter. It, doesn't I sold, matter. it sends me fun shirts on there. I don't know what to do. Sure, exactly. So if you do create anything on like Etsy or whatever, uh, feel free to tag us and I'll happily promote anything. Yeah, we'll plug your shit. We'll plug your shit. Try to get you a little bit of cash for all of your hard work. Also, buy the DVD to the movie Possession. That is a the old, DVD? Oh yeah, you have to. It's the only way you can see it. It's the old Polish film with Sam Neill. It's fantastic. I just really? watched it for the first time. Is oh, Sam yeah. Neill, does he do a Polish accent? No, it's it's there. They are English in it, but it's huh. made by a Polish man. There's Polish horror in this month as well, so oh my get into God. some Polish horror cinema. <laughs> if you, will. you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, everyone. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're happy and healthy out there. Hail yourselves! Hail Satan! Magustulations! Hail me! Yes, indeed. You fucking be a hero, bitch. by the way. Hail me. We didn't do Hero of the Week, so you be a hero this you're week. You're the hero. Put the phone you down. You Good see work. Anything? You wrote, the, you wrote you, the letters. Yeah, you do it. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff, like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's OMRI certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow. 